It's all a choice. Am I going to live my judgment, my fear, my anxiety, my anger? And of course I'm going to give it up to God, so that's okay. But why not allow that which God is sharing with us, the truth of us, the fulfillment of us, the true essence of us, why not now begin to allow that essence to manifest itself into our experience, into our life experience here, and begin to transform that frustration, begin to move that anger, begin to release the judgments through the movement of the divine that we are, allowing it now to express itself more fully into the mind, into the emotional nature, in the physical form, so that the soul truly does begin to live and dwell and have fulfillment here and have experience here. So tomorrow is a celebration. It's a wonderful celebration of a day that happened over 2,000 years ago of the birth of a child in the physical form called Jesus. But there were a lot of children born on that same day throughout the world. Not just one, but many. Why do we not celebrate their birth, their physical birth? Why do not we not have a holiday for them as well? What is it about this child that is different from all the others? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except for one thing. He came forward and spoke a truth. He spoke a truth and that truth resonated within the center of everyone that heard the truth spoken through him. And that truth he called good tidings, great joy, the good news. He also called it the way. And that caused a stirring within many people, not everybody, but in many. And that caused people to remember more of who they truly are as spiritual beings. And it's that reason, and that reason alone, that his birthday is celebrated even today in the physical form. But believe me, that's not what he came into the world to do, and that was not his intention at the time that he was going through the world sharing talking, being with people. His true purpose was to bring awaken us the knowing of who we are as a child of God and to take that opportunity of the spiritual birth that is available to those that are ready to go home to God, that are truly willing and ready to do the inner work, to live the inner path, to wake up and know I and the Lord are one.
And so it's for each of us to begin to celebrate, to celebrate in a wonderful way our spiritual birth. It is so interesting how at the time when Jesus shared that story, that statement rather, about the spiritual birth that we must be born again of spirit that so many did not understand because they did not look to see what it was that Jesus was talking about. They did not hear, they did not see, they did not understand that he was talking about the inner journey, the inner birth. What is it to be born in the physical? We come out of the womb and we take our first breath and we begin to have real experience in the physical form, in this physical creation. And we are born and our life begins. What would then be a spiritual birth? We are born in the spirit. We take our first breath in spirit. What is the breath of God? It is the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the audible life stream, the audible life stream by which the soul is journeying in experience. To be born again in the Spirit is to take the breath of that audible life stream, that audible breath, to breathe it in once again into our spiritual nature and to begin to breathe that essence and to live into that essence. And just as the child comes out of the womb physically and takes its breath and begins to have experience in the physical form, in the physical world, at initiation, there is a birth that takes place. The child comes awake and alive and aware of itself in spirit once again. It begins to believe and know and live its truer nature as soul. And then it's for each of us to allow that to continue. In the physical form, we begin to have experience. We begin to learn how to eat to feed ourselves, to crawl, to walk. We begin to understand more and more about our emotional nature. And then we go to school and we begin to educate the mind. And through all of that, we are having experience in the physical form. And in the same way, when we are spiritually born, we begin to have experience there. The thing is, it is more subtle. Remember, the soul is not of the physical creation. The soul is in the physical creation to have experience here. And it's for the soul to wake up into the knowing of its own true nature and for us as spiritual being to have experience in the spirit. And just as it took time for the child that was born in the physical form to come awake and alive and aware of itself and to understand itself on all these different levels and to begin to walk 
and talk and act in this creation, it takes time for the soul to do the same. It'd be great if you woke up in spirit at the moment of initiation and you knew yourself as a child of God, you knew yourself as soul divine, and you were mature in spirit, and you began just living the spiritual essence of yourself on all levels of creation, including the physical, but it doesn't happen that way. It happens through an awakening process, just as the child awakens into the physical form and awakens into the experience of it as it matures, so the spiritual child awakens into its spiritual essence, into its spiritual reality, and it matures. How many times have we witnessed children who are like little adults and they're just waiting to get a physical form big enough so that they can actually be who they really are? And then we see other children that they grow up and they're still little children. They don't really grow up. Why is that? It's because the soul is ready in some to step forward and fulfill itself in a way that others are not yet ready to do. But the one that is immature, the one that is lacking, can easily gain by staying present, by staying focused, by doing rather than waiting, until eventually there is no difference. There is maturity, there's growth, there's awareness, there's playfulness, there's joy. There's presence, there's doing. And it's the same in spirit. There are some that are doing the work and they are reaping the reward. And there are others that are longing for the reward, but they are not doing the work. What is the good works? The true good works that all spiritual teachers speak of is meditation. That's the good works. That's the great action. That's the way of return. That's the way. That's the path. And so it's just that simple and just that hard. Because that part of us that we have claimed as us our body, our emotions, our mind, and all that that it is, keeps saying, but no, we don't need to do anything more. We know who we are. We just have to fulfill who we are. Let's get up and go do it. But there's yet another part of us that says, and there's more. I know there's more. How do I get more? Sit and give yourself time each day to see if there's more, to know if there's more, to experience more, to wake up into the more. If you give five minutes, you get five minutes. If you give five hours, you get five hours. What do you get? I don't know. That's for you to discover. 
It's different for everyone. It's the same for everyone. Ultimately, if you do the meditation, if you do the time, if you do the focus, if you hold your attention in loving with God and hold the opportunity for God to be in loving with you, it is one experience and one experience only. And that is union. That is moving into the knowing of yourself as soul and fulfilling that by uniting yourself once again into the knowing of that. It is so interesting. I've shared so many times that in truth you never left the heart of God. You've just gone to sleep and you're living a great dream. Maybe it's not so great. <laughs> but you're living a dream. All you have to do is wake up. Wake up from the dream. Wake up from believing that the dream is reality. Wake up. Now it's funny. In order to go to sleep and to have the dream, you have to close your eyes and allow yourself to go inside to a place of sleep. And here I am saying, I want you to close your eyes and go inside. But I want you to stay awake in that action. I say that because I know that that's the only way to wake up from the dream, is to go into that action that you normally would call moving towards sleep state, and to wake up, wake up in that moment, stay present in that moment, and wake up through the sleep, through the dream, and into the truth of who you really are, and realize that this is all just a dream. It's a dream of opportunity, it's a dream of experience, but it's a dream. And the reality is so much greater than the dream. How many times have you had a dream and the dream was so much more real and so much more true and more wonderful than this thing called reality? What if that dream was really a window into the truth of awakening? What if that was just a little glimmer, a little look through the glass to see the greater truth of what it is beyond the dream? It is remarkable to stand on the other side of this conversation and to truly know the truth of who we are all as one in God. To truly stand in that essence of spirit and hold for everyone else to wake up. Just to wake up. It's so funny to watch parents go in and try to wake children up to get to school. Come on, wake up. You've got to get up. You're going to miss school. Why do they want to stay asleep? Why can they not bring themselves present? Because children are closer to the truth of who they really are. They're closer to that essence. And there's a part of them that does slip right into it and wants to stay there, wants to be there, wants to experience that and not come back into this dream. 
But it is funny. When the hormones begin to take over the body, when we begin to mature, we begin to forget. We truly begin to get engrossed in this nature, into this dream, into this, quote, reality. And we truly lose sight of who we are. But there's still some of us that still want to stay in bed, still want to sleep it through and not even do this reality. Why? Because there's something inside that says, I don't need to do this reality down here. I don't need to live this dream. I know there's a greater reality. And if I can just stay asleep, I can get there. Well, I would say, don't stay asleep, but wake up. Connect into that divine truth. Connect into that divine flow. Connect and wake up. And live the essence of the truth that we are. That we all are as one in God. So today, as we move towards tonight, Christmas Eve, and we move into the action of celebration, don't look at it as an opportunity to receive presents from under the tree or even to give presents to others. But rather, look at it as an opportunity an opportunity to remind ourselves of who we truly are and to celebrate ourselves as who we truly are as spiritual beings. And take the time to truly celebrate. To celebrate by sitting down and meditating five minutes or however long and go inside and chant the hue, chant the anti-hue, Chant the name of God if you've been initiated and let that begin to be a means by which you hold a one-pointed focus of sharing your loving with God and creating that opportunity where God can also move into loving with you. That's what meditation is about. It's not about becoming psychic. It's not about getting information. It's not about getting the answer to all things in your life. It's about loving God and God loving you. And who are you? You are a divine spark. You are God. So it's God loving God. So let God love God and let God love God. It's just that easy. And all those things that separate us from that action, just let them go and just go back into loving God and God loving God. It's just that easy. So go and celebrate. Go celebrate in the world. Go celebrate with family. Go celebrate however you do this next day of celebration called Christmas, called the day that Jesus was born. But also take that celebration into every day of your life and celebrate your birth. Celebrate your soul. Celebrate the opportunity for you to truly live a life fulfilled. Jesus was born in the physical form. Jesus took a first breath. Jesus pooped in his diapers or whatever it was he was wearing. Jesus ate from the breast of his mother. Jesus grew up and had to learn to crawl and walk. Jesus took on an experience of the physical form. But what he did also do is he maintained awareness of the divine child that he is. He maintained it. And he continued to live it. 
so that we might begin to understand what it looks like to be a child of God and how to live that. So look at the life that Jesus lived as an example by which we might live our own life. Don't become Jesus because you can't. Become the child of God that you are and live the spiritual being that you are. So celebrate, rejoice in Jesus' birth and celebrate and rejoice in yours. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> I like Feliz Navidad better. I think it's a little bit more of a, of a true statement of celebration of the day. I don't know. Uh, Malik, Malik Kilikimaka. Now, what that really does mean, I have no idea. But Malik Kilikimaka to you. <laughs> and don't ask me to say it too many times. Just try to say that ten times. <laughs> Let's see if you get it out. And then we'll work on Humu Humu Nuku Nuku Apua'a. Yes, we'll have. The soul is. The soul is the essence of God. And it is at a frequency of vibration by which it can experience in the soul realm. When it rises up into the realms of spirit, its frequency rises with it and it merges back into the greater oneness. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you.